0: All right, Fern, we're back. We are still in quarantine. We're in, is it a quarantine? Is it a lockdown? Is it isolation? It's bullshit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what I've labeled it.
0: So what you're trying to tell us is your attitude has not changed over the last couple of days.
1: No, it's probably getting more and more sour as the days go on and my fitness goes down and my the walls of my business are still empty. <laughs>
0: so it's changed but for the for the worse
1: for the worse yeah yeah this is on a de- a quick decline
0: <laughs> are you training right now are you working out
1: uh i mean yeah but very very sporadically and and probably with very little intensity like i would What's say like a th- 3 a 3 train a 3 day training week would be would be a win
0: for me what would you say are some pieces of advice, some tips? Because like you, there's plenty of demotivated people right now. Those that are like myself and having to train in your extra bedroom, there's just something about the purposefulness of getting in your car, driving to the Mm -hmm. gym, all that good stuff.
1: Going to a class where there's a coach, where there's other people watching me.
0: Yeah, I mean, everything about the community of CrossFit. So what, what are some tips you might have for those like myself working out at home and i'm asking selfishly as well and i've got a couple that have been working for me but what what would you say
1: simple is best which i mean we could apply that to so many aspects of life but for me personally the second anything becomes complex like i just kind of don't have the bandwidth for it right now so then it just goes out the window like you know needs to be like the the best workout for me could be just i if somebody was like i need you to walk over to that empty space over there on the floor i need you to fall down and get up for five minutes i'm like that's it i could do that Like, we, no thinking no warm-up so that's the other thing no warm-up
0: that's for actually me, one of my tricks
1: no warm-up it cannot be anything that requires a band of mobility like to, for me to get my joints ready if i can't just walk in not even tie my shoes and go it's probably not happening
0: yeah, that, that was the first thing I noticed with this is I've, I've never been a fan of warming up, but if there's a class going on and I can joke around with other people, it'll happen. Or at a minimum, I'll hop on an assault bike or a rower. I have neither of those. Although we do have a Peloton bike now. Roz's got a Peloton bike. So I'm going to take a Peloton class today, see how that seems goes. Like a,
1: seems like a solid financial decision in the, in they, the midst of global economic crisis. <laughs>
0: Well, as you know, sometimes you have to balance financial decisions with the happiness of your wife. But does that scale
1: ever go in the right direction for that? Yeah, no.
0: I mean, Roz is very much in in line with my financial beliefs, which is save as much as you can, but put as much money in those
1: shoeboxes as possible.
0: (laughs) Under my mattress that I'm sitting on right now. um, Peloton is I feel like I learned a
1: lot about you by watching the Amazon special. the marvelous Miss Mazel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only Jewish person you know. That's why. <laughs> My parents I've never watched that. My parents watch it. Roz watches it. I can't watch that stuff.
1: I have no I have no idea how accurate that is in any sense, but when I watch it, I think about you.
0: <laughs> well, thank you. So, you know, one thing I learned like I was saying is I, I have no desire to warm up. And I, that's not unusual, but now it's even lesser. So Almost every one of my workouts begins with some sort of body weight movement or some some tricks that I've done is say you do I have three kettlebells, a thirty five, a fifty five, and a seventy. I'll I'll do a workout that maybe rotates which bell you're using. So the first round can yeah. be the lightest bell and then the second round, you know, so it's just three, two, one go, I'm in that room and I'm moving.
1: What I do the other day, I was literally on my way out of the gym was probably like 5:36 p.m or something like that and i hadn't worked out and i didn't want to but i knew i was going to be a little bit more grumpy about not doing it so i just grabbed the remote started the clock for for something to the tune of 10 minutes and i think i did like 10 10 10 just air squats push-ups and strict pull-ups
0: yeah i mean and, and, and simple short I,
1: I don't know how many rounds I'll get. like I didn't even matter. Yeah. I was just, I wanted something that wasn't going to allow me to go super fast because of the strict pull-ups is going to slow me down. And um, it was fine. I was like, I'm glad I did that. Like, it wasn't great. I didn't do anything spectacular. Uh, it was probably horrible, but I did it. So that's, that's the thing, right? It's like, at some point, it's just like getting it done is all that matters. Not, not necessarily the quality of what you got done.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that's one thing I've really been trying to preach and, and reiterate to people. It's like, I don't think we realize how much stress we have. I mean, we realize how much stress Fern has because he makes it very clear. <laughs> but it's, for it's those that a, of us
1: It's at an all time um, high right now,
0: <laughs> you know, maybe we don't have a brick and mortar and a small business to worry about. We still have some stress. I mean, Ross and I were talking at dinner last night. It's like, I'm, I forget almost what it was like to be out in the real world. I mean, you're going to the box every day, you know, social distancing, doing all that. But I haven't left my house in three days, like literally have not left my house. And I'm just like, what's it going to be like again? So I think there's a little bit of stress there. I didn't sleep well. I think, you know, your mind wanders and training and nutrition also when it comes to like fasting is, is a stress on your body. And just because we equate it to a good stress does not mean, you know, it's always good. And when you're, when you're struggling, adding, adding more to the, the plate is not necessarily the best move.
1: Yeah, and you know, for the record, a lot of my stress, some of it is external. Obviously, all everything that we that revolves around the business being shut down—that's all external. There's nothing I can do about that. But the some of the other stress for me is quasi self-induced. You know, I, we're do, we're revamping a ton of things. Or you know, like we talked about this in previous episodes, where I'm trying to use this as—I uh, prefer to live my life like this. If I'm going to go through some period of time that's going to be painful. Right. So if you're just like, Hey, I would, you have two options. You can have a level two um, bout of pain for 12 months, or for one month, you can have level 48 pain. I will opt for one month of level 48 every single time. So that's currently what I'm going through right now is just like I'm revamping a ton of different things, like websites, going through all of our processes and procedures you know, like redoing the trainer handbook, you know, like all these things that I have no desire to do, you know, like looking at all the SEO on our website, I'm like, this fucking makes me want to punch small children, but it needs to get done because on the back end, I'll be much happier. Like we'll have made a a lot of headway in a very short amount of time, but while I'm in it, it feels like I'm, you know, crawling on my hands and knees and
0: grapple. Well, And this is not what this podcast is about right now. But what I would encourage you to do, and mostly because I'm doing none of that right now, I'm just kind of reading a lot and studying, is...
1: And why don't you ever have any time? Every time I text you, you're like, like, I'm busy.
0: I hop on calls. I'm downplaying a little bit of what's going
1: on. You're that guy. You're that guy. You're the guy in the office. If you were in an office, if you worked a normal nine-to-five, Jay would always have a folder in his hand, and he would be walking briskly somewhere at all times. (laughs) He'd be like, hey, Jay, I need to talk to you. be like, I'm busy right now, and then go off somewhere. But nobody would actually have any idea what Jay did in the office. You're that guy.
0: I've never had an office job, so I agree with you.
1: I mean, that's clever. I, I will give you that. Kudos to you, my friend.
0: But point being, I would encourage you to take a step back just evaluate some of the things you're working on. Determine, are they essential to the growth of the business? And maybe not have such a strong time frame on it. Maybe map it out. So over the next... I, I know you're not listening to me about this, but just no, in I case No, I am listening anyone. to
1: you. I'm going and, through it in my mind. I'm like, well, yeah. I was going through it earlier in my mind. I was like, I'm doing this because... I kind of want to, but I'm not going to make any headway on this particular thing today. So what I've done is I've just banged my head against the wall for three hours. And now I'm getting frustrated that I've made no headway on this thing that I wasn't going to make any headway on anyway.
0: Well, and and being a former box owner, I know, and I spoke to our good friend Katie Powell about this. It was a you know, recent box owner here in Colorado as well. And it's like, there's always more to do. For and sure. And I think for me my biggest stress to this day is I'll have a to-do list and it's like, I need to remember just because it's a to-do list doesn't mean it's a 24 hour to-do list. And, and one thing I've gotten better at is on these bigger projects kind of chunking them down. So even if you only spend five minutes on it, you're like, okay, I made some progress on my SEO or some progress on this employee handbook because whether it's 15, 30 or 45 days, like you said, you're not going to finish. You're going to still have more to do after. And then even if you finished everything on day 45, you're going to have a whole new to-do list on day 46.
1: I'll have a whole new. I'll be like, oh, who am I going to hire when we reopen? Because we're going to have this massive influx. All, like, all that crap. Yeah, yeah I mean, the other thing that I've been trying to do, and I don't know if I've, I don't know if I've been unsuccessful at it because – so I've been sleeping pretty well lately, and I can't figure out if that is because my stress levels are high that I'm so exhausted at the end of the day that my body has no choice but to just go to sleep, you know? Um, but I've been having trouble. Typically, I don't have any problems getting up at, like, 5. If, if I'm like, hey, I need to get some stuff done, I'll get up at 5. I haven't been able to do that lately, and I don't know why.
0: It could, yeah, it could be either. I mean, it's hard to say. It could be you're overstressed or you're exhausted or you're, maybe you're not as stressed or maybe, maybe something you typically do when the box is open, like coach really late. Kind of keeps your, you know, brain going, so you're actually shutting down a little earlier. You want know. to lay down on the couch behind you? We can figure need this out.
1: Down, need some downtime from the king <laughs> of downtime.
0: <laughs> By the way, all those social media clips we're putting up on best hour of their day Instagram make me laugh every time.
1: They're great. I I can't wait until we can not social distance and do episode do season two.
0: Where should we go for season two? If you had to take your pick, where would it be? Anywhere
1: anywhere it doesn't even matter at this point we as long as we could see other human beings we were it'll be fine
0: all right i think we do boulder then i think you come out here of got course a nice... you
1: would choose somewhere that doesn't require you to go anywhere
0: well there's that but also i just think there's a great you know it's a very different climate and demographic than raleigh so i think i I'll was be, gonna say either there
1: or texas
0: i would do that there's so many I mean, in Texas, we got to say like where Houston, Dallas, but yeah, certainly there's a lot of places we can go to.
1: There's a there's a couple of boxes in Dallas that we could bounce around at that are that are pretty unique. But yeah, (laughs) yeah,
0: and Austin would be another place. Yeah. So going back to those tips, I like the idea of minimal warm up, and then the other thing I just try to do is set a clock. I'm I'm doing more AMRAPs, like, and I'm trying to go a little longer because the intensity, like you said, is down. So I figure, you know, if you look at intensity, force, distance, time. My time is going to be higher. So that might allow me to generate a little more intensity than these short workouts that I'm not going to do anything with. And, mm-hmm. and just kind of let my head go. I don't keep track of rounds if I'm doing AMRAPs or I just, no. you know, it's like a moving meditation.
1: Yeah. So, and I, I typically, I'm not even getting out of breath for a lot of them. I'm just kind of moving at a very comfortable pace. So,
0: and And the reason I'm, I am continuing to train is because, we don't know what's going to happen with the 2020 games. And I'm thinking I might get the call.
1: Uh, well, we do know it's going to happen. Morning Chalk, I sent an email out this morning that says, going down, all, all options are being laid out on the table, which means there's potentially a shot that you will get an invite to spectate.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know Dave Castro is a big fan of the show. If he's listening <laughs> and he needs someone you know, to, to come to Madison, I'm in. I'm in. If you if you're ready, if you're is this
1: is this your year to demo from your living room? Like demo team will be social distance <laughs> from the living room.
0: Well, that's an interesting point. I saw I saw Morning Chalkups email and I saw their Instagram posts, and they're kind of coming at CrossFit in a in a harsh way, well, simply because they're saying, and and this is how I felt. Also about the UFC. I don't know if you followed what was going on with the UFC, but they were.
1: Are going to a private island.
0: (laughs) Well, and prior to that, they were supposed to have a very big fight on this coming weekend. Khabib and Tony Ferguson, which is like the fifth time they've scheduled. Dana White was like, "We are making this happen." And while I would have paid for the fight, I would have bought the pay per view. The the truth is, I was like, "Is this really smart? Is this you know we're leaders you know in this." world you know and and Dana White certainly is when it comes to like hey this is what we're doing this million or billion dollar company I was like this probably isn't a good precedent to set what do you think the CrossFit Games is going to do
1: there's so many questions that are just really hard to answer because nobody really understands the what the timetable looks like you know and if you just think about the vast majority of, of participants or athletes just due to the nature of the structure of the games at this point, I'm pretty sure live outside of the continental United States. I don't, I don't know if that's, at, well, yeah, it has to be accurate at this point because of the new, um, so travel in and of itself, basically at this point is going to be a problem.
0: And travel has always been a problem. There's been years where athletes struggled to get visas. Uh, you know, we saw that last year with all the country winners. I mean, the challenges like you just said no one knows the games were gonna be if I'm accurate August. first yeah first week of August so yeah it's mid April now so May June July so we've three and a half months
1: and, and let's assume nobody gets open before May.
0: Okay so May first things start to roll out and that's uh Freddie Camacho who's been on the show posted something May in June week.
1: July so you have ninety days.
0: Yeah. Well, like I was saying, Freddie Camacho posted something in the affiliate owners group. I think it was Israel, the country he referenced. You know, speaking Mm -hmm. of Jewish people doing it right. They had a slow rollout of the businesses that can reopen. And they would evaluate two weeks to see how that was going. And most people believe, you know, gyms will be at that level four, which is the last one to open. So dumb. So assuming that's another... Assuming that's accurate, we're talking another six to eight weeks there. Now, the other piece of this puzzle is who's qualifying because the sanctionals were stopped.
1: I, I, I would imagine everything has to move to – so it's some, there's, prob, there's a go-no-go there's no go date for whatever we're going to do. Decision has to be made by X date, I, and we're just speculating at this point. But from what I know about planning in general – there is a drop-dead date where we have to get this idea rolled out so that we can sift through. We have enough time to determine who the athletes are so that they can get their spot, punch their ticket, and get to the games. And typically, typically we know who all of those are by May. So at this point, well, we're, we're kind do, of
0: – Do we know that? I mean, this is the first year the Open is being run this way and the sanctional is this, this is the kind
1: of sorta, of. I mean, like last year was like a, it was a tweener year. So, I mean, there were sanctionals from last year and they had the country championships, but like all of the national champions from the open and the majority of the sanctionals were all done at some point in May. So you have two months where there's, where there's no additional names being dropped in the hat, unless it was a one-off invite. Right. So.
0: Well, and you know, something to consider from that perspective also is, You know, athletes need to be training and preparing. That's why those two months are probably there, right? You know, athletes are resting, recovering, you know, maybe doing some periodization. I mean,
1: yes and no, but I think primarily it's for planning purposes.
0: Right, and they have to then book tickets, book a hotel, you know, or an Airbnb, you know, get their coaches tickets. There's there's a lot that goes on.
1: So I think, I mean, if you look at that timetable, and now you look at, really you're trying to open up i mean so we we already had the open right so that happened you've had how many we've had like a handful of sanctionals i think there was 27 roughly that were supposed to that were supposed to funnel athletes to the games maybe 10 i haven't looked at the numbers but like not a lot of them have actually yeah there was a on. few
0: early in the year or even maybe late last year you know dubai so my point happened and yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, Argentina, you know, so there's there's a ha- there's a drop dead date where they have to make a decision like this is how we're going to filter the field. And, and that has to be coming pretty quick because you know within the next two weeks you're you're on a pretty hard ninety day window. now, there could be some things that shift here because typically that that hard date of first week of August, I'm pretty sure had a lot to do with the reopening of school at Madison, which if that's shifted, there may be a little wiggle room in there with moving right on the calendar. Again, this is all speculation. I have no idea. But the window's getting pretty tight, and you're probably going to be looking at something that looks like a virtual qualifier, which there's going to be a lot of hemming and hawing about as far as, like, was it legit, was, it's not, was it not, and... I don't know, maybe let me be the first to go on record saying, like, it'll sort itself out. The fittest people are going to win, so maybe don't freak out about it. You know, but I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of questions. I don't, I don't envy the people in those positions. that have to make those decisions and, and figure that out.
0: Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on this and, and say with certainty that the games will be online.
1: The actual games.
0: Yeah, you're so you're referring to the feeder. I'm talking about the games. Ooh. I don't think there's any way unless they're able to push back to September, maybe October, right, which then of course affects the 2021 season. Yeah. I don't think there's any way to do this in person. I mean, you got oh, Well, there's probably a countries... way, but
1: there's probably has to be some sort of there's probably I'm sure there's some cost analysis on What it like if we do this in person? What does it look like? You're not going to get any spectators, right? Very little.
0: But you're also not going to incur the cost of the arena.
1: I mean, not not it at the very minimum. Not what they were going to do. You you know, they don't need all of that. You know. Now this brings up some interesting things, right? Because now the we all know that because it's virtual, that really can limit the type of events. Not everybody has access to the same equipment. You know, what are we, what are we doing with regard to monostructural events? You know, how no. do you get video verification of things like that?
0: Oh, I, I don't have all the solutions. I, I have a phone call with Dave Castro later today. He's asking for my advice. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I mean, I'm thinking, there, there, Here's if I really had to lay it out, you're putting the pressure on me. It's April we're recording this on april 14th they have to make a decision soon one way or the other i mean look the olympics which is you know a little bit bigger than the games of course bringing in you know countries and this i believe it was in tokyo this year so you know there's all of that going on but i'd say they they're going to decide that it's going to go online which will give them maybe a month to do some sort of qualifier to fill the back spots you know and and maybe they allow countries from well, the, the countries are done from the open. So that's set, right? Yeah.
1: Those people, those people have been identified. It's, so it's got, all, it's, it's the rest of the field. I mean, let's, let's put it this way. It's what they are really trying to filter for is the top, the the typical top 50 athletes. Like you're still, like you still have athletes that still are in the mix that could be, that could be typically who you would see on day right. two or
0: three. And I think if you have to go by how many spots you were going to allow, had things ran, the, the way they were supposed to. So, and that
1: might change. They might just change how many spots are available. I mean, it
0: wouldn't They be might, But I, I think they need to allow the athletes the opportunity because for so many of them, this is their career. This is their job. They need to at yeah, least yeah. be given the opportunity to get there. You know, and not to mention, if they didn't do that, there would be a, a disproportionate number of people coming from other countries, which we learned last year, they were not the fittest
1: which by the way nobody was
0: shocked about no no and, not a big deal i mean i was surprised yeah. to be honest like i didn't pay close enough attention to judge that first event and i had the fittest from india and he didn't get out of the first round i was surprised
1: i mean i wasn't it's just yeah, not as I mean, prevalent was- in a lot of those places but that, that that is how you get it to to grow that's how that's how you increase the desire and the training and all of those things so you know 2 3 years of that and you'll see a dramatic uptick in the performance of people that are coming from those spots that'll sort itself out yeah
0: the people that were there last year coming back stronger and fitter this year but my point is we can't have 100 countries represented but only the 20 from the open and a handful from the sanctionals right so we need we need to get more of the fittest of the fit involved which i think they'll do another what you know sanctional qualifier if you will maybe the sanctionals that didn't run will each host an event type of thing and it'll last a couple weeks and then i think If I were really laying this out, I would put the dates out there. I would, you know, obviously a very strict and very specific email. Hopefully by this time, there's at least a little less rules on social distancing. And I would say, hey, every athlete, this is your list of equipment that you must have. Dave will work something out probably with Bill from Rogue to make sure those athletes have the ability to get it. And you need to have some sort of qualified judge, whatever that means. If that means, you know, they, they have to go to places where seminar staff lives potentially right so like CrossFit, which is which is a decent yeah
1: which is a decent uh you have a decent pool of people to get to that most of which i would imagine could probably is with is within driving distance
0: yeah i mean in the united states especially i'm not sure about some of the smaller countries but you know for example if crossfit roots hosted a workout you know there's five to seven seminar staff here you know Ten to twelve that are driving, you know, within five hours of driving distance. I'm sure we can run heats here.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you were lived on the East Coast, you. I don't think you'd have to drive. I think the max you would have to drive in any direction before you hit somebody that that could judge that you know wears a red shirt. Probably max three hours.
0: Yeah, you know, and and even if they didn't do that, but maybe they paid us to go places, or maybe, you know, the, the the games athletes have to get a level one trainer, you know, someone that's just attended their level yeah. one and pass the test plus film it. I mean, is there any if, difference? I,
1: filming is a must. You, oh, there, yeah. there, well, there has to be some sort of video verification. And,
0: that, and you know what? And must. maybe in addition to filming, maybe they're live. So maybe fans can hop on zoom, right. And watch their favorite athletes do it. So maybe CrossFit can make money by charging. Maybe they can, have a fee that it costs to watch the best athletes compete. That's the spectator fee. But, you know, I think, what, what would you say would be the obstacle there that, I mean, really, is it any different doing that for the games than it is for the open?
1: I think the, I think the obstacle is, is not what most people think it is, which is verification of I think that's very solvable. I think probably the big obstacle is you're limited with regard to the scope of the tests that you can give to athletes in a lot of scenarios because they're not centrally geographically. They're not geographically located together. The equipment thing could be a problem. I mean, if you think about – I'm sure Rogue could do that, but that is – Getting getting equipment to three hundred athletes—that's all the same. You yeah, have, let's just say, they all had a package, right? Like a pallet. You get your three hundred fifty pallets of games gear that shows up uh, throughout the world. You know, and for the record, I have zero doubt that Rogue could deliver on that before lunchtime.
0: Yeah, and you would obviously keep that, it yeah. simple. You wouldn't be sending worms out to everybody, but
1: well, that's a, so. There's a there's an entirely different question, right? The teams. We haven't even talked about that. That's a whole no, well, nother ball well, of wax. I'll,
0: I'll give you my opinion on that. But I mean, I guess my question is what's the difference between the open and the games, right? Everyone does the open and we assume it's 95 pounds. We assume.
1: Yeah. The scope of the test is the difference. The, it, the, 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 the open relative to the games and the test is a very narrow window. We could, we could all with pretty high accuracy guess, what we're going to see over the course of that five weeks, like with very high accuracy. The games is totally different. Like nobody ever knows what you're going to see at the games. But,
0: but let's take it, a look at last year then. There's what we judged, what, 14, 15 events in total maybe? Something like that, I think. How I many of those were not measurable, observable, and repeatable at a box?
1: The swim for sure.
0: Right. So we're going to obviously look like you said earlier at monostructural stuff, right? Swimming and running potentially out, but you have a bike, you have a salt bike, you have a potentially an air runner if they had to, right? You have a rower.
1: Yeah. So the running gets a little dicey.
0: Well, the running has to be out. You can't. That would be a challenge, I would
1: um, say, unless it's on an error runner, and you'd have to you'd have to predetermine that it had to be an error runner or a true form or something like that.
0: Or a track. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, you could, but then it's like, is it is the track accurate? Is it four hundred? Is it two hundred? Does that give people an advantage? It, it's
0: just,
1: there's all sorts of weird stuff to get, but, um, that that so, that people would have beef with. So.
0: My question would be then it gets
1: difficult. And then, so then the question is like, is it legit test? If there's no running involved?
0: Right. Well, it's certainly we have to determine is it a legit test. And then my question would be what's more important, the legitimacy of this test or having the games. And let's also be clear. It's not an illegitimate test just because some of those movements aren't involved, but it certainly limits the modalities.
1: Correct. Um, you know, if I, was to, if, if I was to pick, if I was to guess what Dave Kasher would say, I think he would go with the legitimacy of the test.
0: So you think he would n- not hold the games?
1: I'm not saying he would not hold the games, but I, I – Because
0: let's be clear, he's the games got a, have
1: he's been got, – he's got, he's got a problem on his hands, I'll tell you that.
0: But the games have been announced, correct? Like, they said they're happening. Uh,
1: that email said it was happening. To what extent it's happening, I don't know.
0: Well, then, my opinion would be, Dave has to be. Basic. You, you have to realize we don't know what's going to happen, and if we're committing to running the games, there's a chance that the the test is different this year.
1: By its very nature, it would. It's probably not be. It's not ideal. So it is what it is. I'm you know, just so saying. Is there an asterisk? Ne- is there? Yeah. Is there an asterisk next to the 2020 winner because it wasn't live in person I don't,
0: know. I don't know isn't that like the whole benefit of CrossFit like anything's available like you know like you said do you think anything would happen by doing it online that Frazier doesn't win no and, and with that being said no no, I don't follow no based on the, the fact that
1: he's no based no, yeah no based on the fact that I think he's fitter but the very nature of having people do it on their own me it just invites controversy like there will be controversy in that scenario so like how do you go about trying to mitigate that but there will absolutely be controversy like there is no avoiding it at this point
0: yeah and my only point is whoever's making the final decision be it dave coach glassman nicole carroll i don't know but the point being if they are resigned to the fact that it is definitely happening they know that there's a chance it's going to be very different this year because no one knows, hey, we, we can all be released from this quarantine. And then two weeks later, they say, oh, we made a mistake, quarantine again. So they, they, yeah, they that's, have That's that.
1: another thing. And then the quarantines are different in different places. So there might be athletes who, who with the games going on, but they still can't leave their Get house. It's to
0: the gym, right? Yeah. So, I mean, they have to know that. And obviously if an athlete has to pull out because of that, they have to, but I just think chances are it's going to be online. I don't think we're going to be ready for mass gatherings. They're they're already talking about the NFL playing to empty stadiums. If the NFL is playing empty stadiums, I don't think CrossFit's going to Madison.
1: Probably not. You You could probably do it on the cheap though. You could probably go somewhere else. You know, they could, they could do something that was spectator free and go and spend way less money if they were going to do it in person. You know, I, yeah, and like that I is, said, you know, I, that's a, that's a pickle, man. I don't like, I don't really know how you do that. I, I do know this. Like you, there's a whole subset of people that are going to be unhappy about it. And it's just like, what, I mean, like,
0: yeah, it is what it is. Deal with it. Yeah. And, and, you know, <laughs> that's kind of my my point about, you know, it's going to be different. It's, it's a fair competition across the board. So there's nothing to be upset about. Obviously you're upset cause you don't get to, you know, travel to Madison. You don't get to compete in front of your friends and your family, but you can't be upset about it. The fairness of it. Cause everyone's dealing with the same thing.
1: Yeah. So correct. It's just, it sucks. I don't know really how else to say it. It's just, you know.
0: So you- like, and I, and I agree with you. It's something I hadn't considered is maybe they go to Madison, but they don't do it. You know, in, it's it's spectator free. That's just all video. They could have that. There's still the the issue of other countries traveling in. But you know, something may be better than nothing. And it's not like we can say this is an American sport. I mean, the the female, the best females, you know, not from America. To you know, some of the top ten from the men are, and
1: hasn't been from America in right like ten um, years.
0: Yeah. So so they need to make sure that all countries are available. This is not a this is not a one country sport. For teams, I think it's going to be much of the same just online. And if, and if they're all individual events they're individual events where the, you know, the culmination of a team score is, is what
1: score. Yeah. Yeah. So if it's yeah, I don't total disagree. time I
0: don't... or total reps for the team.
1: Yeah, I don't disagree with you on that either. I think um, I, it just adds it adds a whole another layer of complexity with regard to executing the event. You know, so you know, you have to start thinking about all sorts of weird stuff that you didn't think about before. Which is submissions. What if somebody has internet issues? You know, like what's the rules there? Now, fortunately, we have some we have some experience here. Like this is kind of the old. Like we have to go back a little bit back to the days of old of the 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 sanctionals, um, where. Or the sectionals, sorry, not sectionals, the sectionals were like if you were video submissions were required in some instances and then people had issues and then was the video doctored? How do we verify it's not doctored? What happens if you had issues uploading it if it's a 45 minute video or something like that? You know, so that, that's the weird stuff you have to think about that you didn't have to think about when you're doing things live and in person. So,
0: yeah, I mean you know, the real those, question
1: is, you know, the real question is probably more along the lines of with all of these changes. Do you think you can make it?
0: Oh, I'll be there wherever it is. I'll be in my extra bedroom.
1: Be, I, you'll be there virtually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll be there virtually. You know, it'll be like the time in the open where they had the average Joe doing the workout beside the, the games champions and the athletes. That'll be me. Then that's what they should do. The games is open to the world. Everyone can compete. It's no different than the open. And it's then just you're, the open. Yeah, I mean, and that way I can finally say, you know, when they introduce us at weekend seminars, you know, uh, 2020 games competitor, Jason Ackerman.
1: Get that. As long as, as, long as they send me. Now, here's the question. <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if you're first to submit, and at some point you're the leader, do screenshot. you get a leader jersey? Do you get a leader jersey?
0: I should. I mean, Dave, if you're listening, send it to me now, size small.
1: I want that white leader jersey.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> I, didn't, I haven't decided if I'm going to compete for Israel or the United States yet.
1: Uh, you don't carry dual citizenship, do you?
0: No, I don't. But
1: oh, uh, probably that'd about, be cool. better shot in Israel, though. Yeah.
0: <laughs> First Israeli champion. <laughs> but but that is interesting. You know, I think I think. There's so much uncertainty when it comes to this. It's going to be, it's going to be fun to, to figure out though, you know, just what, what happens.
1: You know, now that you say that, I I probably agree with you. They're, it's probably all going to be virtual. They're probably just going to forego all of the logistical headaches of doing it any other way. And it's just that, you know, if you're going to do it, do it, go all in on one thing, which is virtual so that you can manage it and you, and the resources required to do it are pretty finite at that point. So you know, no, if, if it's less, if it's less than ideal, like let's just cut your losses, kind of deal. It's kind of the way I would start looking at it at some point.
0: You know, and and here's another thing: there's twenty of us judging. Maybe it's like, hey, you guys are judging again. They have to submit it, and rather than in the open where they kind of just open it up to anyone's eyeballs, we have to sit there and watch everything. That that's another potential.
1: Yeah, I do. Well, you know the well, they already do that for a lot of the submissions for the, you know, for the open anyway, which to some degree it removes the, in my mind, that's harder because you're under a different level of scrutiny than real time. You know, like for instance, when you and I are judging, we don't have the ability to go back and read. There's no instant replay. I can't go back and look at that rep to see if it was good or not. Like I have to make that split decision, that, that split decision. And we don't ever come back to it. Like if 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 I make the call or if I don't make the call, it's gone. We're not we're not going to revisit it. We're in a video, you know. You get to be yeah. I get to watch it as many times as I want to. And I'm like, he has yet to go below parallel, so this is a zero. You know.
0: Yeah, I mean, and then it's even more on the athletes because there are times when we're judging, we're like, no rep, go deeper. You know, if they yeah. don't know that they're getting no rep over and over again, that can really. But, you know, the truth is we talk about this a lot. The best of the best move well, and I think they would just really make sure every rep counts, and they'd probably have someone there watching as well to make sure they're, sure. they're hitting the, the, the reps. So yeah, There's yeah, always there's a,
1: one. There's always one. <laughs> there's, always there's a one good chance. Ride in the line.
0: There's a, there's a good chance I'm going to be a games athlete this year. I won't be judging.
1: You know, the real – the real downside of this, which we haven't talked about yet is that we will not be in the documentary next year.
0: Yeah. I'm waiting for my residual check from Heber and Mars. I mean,
1: I had way more screen time than you did. So
0: what was your favorite event to judge last year?
1: Probably the final event for a couple of reasons. A. I was center lane. So I judged Frazier.
0: Which was the final the standard?
1: Yeah, 30 30. 30, and 30, then 30 muscle up. Was it
0: 30 30 30? 30 muscle. Yeah, up. Because it was Grace muscle up Isabel or something.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that, I, I thought it was great just because the the tensions were high, man. I mean, that was that event mattered from from a standpoint of winning. And th- like there was there were some mathematical probabilities that fraser would not win and in all of my years of judging so i think that was number six him at least judging him that's the first time i've seen him really have to ch- i mean like after he won like he couldn't even like, he didn't have enough energy to be excited like he was like yeah he, he really
0: has to go to that place
1: yeah, and I watched him do it. Like you could see him physically and mentally going there in the midst of the workout. Like it wasn't like that was that was a lot. That was a lot for him. So that was cool from that standpoint. Um, you know, I th- yeah, I, I kind of agreed with Dave in the documentary that I thought Mary was cool.
0: I loved Mary. That was actually, I have two favorite events. I love just watching the cleans because we we didn't really do anything
1: except the tie break when we were, when we got to watch, oh, yeah, uh, was it Noah, Noah and Saxon, Patrick?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. did have the one tie break, <laughs> but, but that was really it. So, you know, that was fun because we just had a you know front row view of this great event and got to hang out and chat, but I liked Mary. It was a ton of reps. I thought it was a great test. I mean, it's a classic girl workout with two of the more challenging gymnastic movements and one really high rep of a basic movement. Like and to see those athletes go at the, almost imam it. I mean, or more than that, that's pretty ridiculous.
1: No, no, more than that. Like I had, who did I have? I had um one of the females who went twenty-two rounds of strict handstand push-ups.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's taking less than two seconds per rep for twenty minutes.
1: It was So, and this is where people like, this is boring. And I'm like, not on the floor judging. It wasn't, I mean, it was so fast that it was, I was just panic stricken for 20 minutes, like trying to keep up with the, with the pace at which they're moving.
0: Well, and I liked it because it was fast, but it was long enough that you caught minor breaks where you almost got to, you know, look around and almost take it in for a second, which on some of those more, you know, the shorter workouts, the higher intensity ones, you don't get to do that. So it was kind of cool to, to be in the middle of it and see that but but yeah it was nonstop counting for 20 minutes and I mean it makes our job harder a ton of I mean we're judging 600 plus reps
1: it's way harder from that standpoint because they're moving so fast and that's what I don't think people understand like the rep count that you have to keep during that time frame like most people have never judged a workout like that, which is a 20 minute AMRAP of all body weight movements. If you've never done that before, you're like, Ooh, this is boring. And I'm like, no, no, no. You but Particularly with athletes that are not taking breaks. Like well, yeah, their break is their break is transition from one movement to the next and maybe put some chalk on their hands.
0: Well, and I was going to say like, to keep track of that many rounds, you have to remember that when they came off that pull-up bar to mark the score sheet, which you have to look down at and, yeah. Most of the time, by the time you look back up, you've got to make sure you don't miss the next rep.
1: Yeah, back up on – because when you break it down, I don't think people understand how, like, how fast they're moving, meaning like, how, there is no break for you to not pay attention other than them walking to, back to, like, from the pull-up bar back to do handstand push-ups, and they just turn around and go right into their pistols. You know? So at some point, you're just like, oh, my God, what round are we on? Like, oh my, God. Like,
0: But great example of a workout you could do in the online games. 100%. Right. It's, it's you say pull up bar, whatever the rules they set for the handstand push-ups, a box or any, you know, forearm distance. And was there any, you go. was there is there
1: has there been a workout in at the games that you didn't like from a judging standpoint?
0: Never from like a this is a hard to judge. It might have just been like a lot of reps or who I was judging. The the only thing that comes to mind are those ring handstand push-ups.
1: that's everybody goes on everybody's mind
0: and 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 not because it was like it was a little unclear at times what exactly we were looking for so yeah and and what was allowed so i mean the range of motion isn't the hard part you know and and that could be you know whether it's just shoulder below the elbow or full lockout it's just we need to know exactly what it is and that was the first time they did it and we've not seen it again
1: the uh the only other one that and even that is just I wasn't super worried about that. It was just kind of like, you know, figured out on the fly. The one that I was not super pumped about, and this had nothing to do with the program. It had zero. It was just the nature of the way the the workout was executed was chaos when there were no reps given to the athletes. Like, we were the only ones that knew.
0: Oh, that was yeah.
1: That was hard from a standpoint is because I, from a judging standpoint, at least what I do, I do it for the athletes, but I also do it for me. Like, I count out loud. So I'm trying to communicate with them so that we're on the same page about what's happening. But inherently, it also helps me keep track of where I'm at. Because if you're counting in your – anybody who's ever counted in your head, that's just a terrible idea. If you're judging, you should probably count out loud in some way, shape, or form just to keep yourself on track. And that was very difficult because that was also a very high rep workout. Like, it was well over 100. I forget what it was, but it was a lot. And I found myself like panicking that I had lost count at different points because I normally, cause I couldn't say like, no rep, you're on rep, whatever. Like you, the only thing we were allowed to tell them was you're done. Move on.
0: <laughs> well, the only good news about that is no one else knew if we, if we had lost count.
1: Yeah, that, <laughs> exactly. You're just like, well, how many no reps do you give? Uh, enough that they're done at this point?
0: <laughs> uh, just move on.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I feel like, I feel like you're done, but that was the only one that it was just like, that one uh, caught me off guard with regard to the difficult, difficulty level of keeping track uh, because you weren't allowed to communicate like that.
0: Yeah. There's a lot going on. I think people think it's easy. Judging is, is no joke. And it's going to be hard for me to judge myself this year when I'm competing at the games.
1: I'll judge you. Don't you no. worry.
0: I'd like yeah. a I like a nicer judge than and you. And I can
1: ass- and I can assure it will not be the best hour of your day <laughs> if I'm your judge.
0: Well, Fern, I'm gonna let you go. You have a lot of SOPs and other things to do, and I hope you work out today.
1: I'm gonna work out today. I think I'm gonna do 18.1 today.
0: Remind me what that was? Dumbbell snatch.
1: It is dumbbell snatch 20 minutes of uh 8, 10, 14, I think is the guys is the calories, I believe, on Skeerg. It's uh Dumbbell Snatch toes to bar, and Row, I believe. Oh,
0: that's the one we did together.
1: That's right. We did yeah. do that together in yeah. Flor uh, Southside.
0: Yeah, Jacksonville.
1: Yeah, at, that was
0: eighteen. Uh, that wasn't nineteen.
1: It's eighteen point one.
0: Wow. Long time ago. I know. Yeah, that makes sense about two years ago. Because we had that intern who's now on staff there, Greg. That's right. It was me, you and, he, and Todd did that workout.
1: And he beat us.
0: Yeah, he was fit. At which Still point I fit. told
1: him at which point I told him I was like Maybe you shouldn't beat us if you want to be on the team.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you might want to hold back a little bit. Yeah. yeah. If you want to work with throttle us. back,
1: throttle back, Greg. Understand? Understand? <laughs> know your know your role.
0: Well, enjoy that. I might do something similar. That, that's a good idea. I like that little 20-minute uh, AMRAP of some dumbbell snatches. I can do some sit-ups here, and then maybe some burpees.
1: Yeah, it's uh, just pretty mindless. That's why I'm probably going to do it. Something that just requires no. It was thinking.
0: actually clean and jerk
1: it was alternating hands, right?
0: Yeah. Some,
1: yeah, I know it's a dumbbell. I don't remember what it was, but I know it's a dumbbell.
0: Cool. Well, let us know how you do. And for those listening, go check out our Instagram at best hour of their day with all of our new social media clips. Last week, some great guests this week. We've got some more great guests coming at you. So still waiting on that 200th review, head over to iTunes and leave us a review.
1: Yeah, listen, everybody. We know you don't have shit to do, so go to iTunes and give us the damn review.
0: Yeah, there's a disproportionate number of downloads to reviews, meaning we get thousands of downloads but have a hundred something reviews. We're the other nine hundred people.
1: And for the record, Jay has no idea what disproportionate
0: means. (laughs) I'm gonna look that up right now. So, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks again for listening to Best Hour of Their Day. And thanks again to our special guest. We appreciate all you guys do for us with Best Hour of Their Day when it comes to sharing our posts on Instagram, when it comes to subscribing to us on YouTube, when it comes to the constant feedback. We are grateful and we appreciate it. We are trying to build a community based on coaching development, and becoming the best version of yourself. And it goes without saying that we couldn't do without all of you. So if you haven't already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Season one of Dropping In is out. We are getting tremendous feedback, and we'd love for you to check it out. Leave us a comment on there. Head over to our Instagram. Give us a follow. Like our pictures. Feel free to share anything that resonates with you. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or feedback for us, Please don't hesitate. Email us best hour of their day at gmail.com. Thanks again. Until the next episode, we hope you've had the best hour of your day.